Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. What makes a car fast? Not literally, but more figuratively, even spiritually. It's a question that doesn't change, but the answer is always changing. If you asked someone in 1920, they might say a car being able to do 45 miles per hour or 80 kilometers per hour is fast. Maybe a few years later, those numbers might bump up to 60 and 100 respectively. But how about 100 years onward, where we are right now? What is fast to us? We now live in a world where average cars are capable of hitting over 100 miles per hour, 160 kilometers per hour. So are those cars fast? Take a Prius. It can hit those numbers, therefore it must be fast, right? Well, off the bat, a Prius is absolutely not a fast car. Occasionally, as a slow car, it gets driven above the speed limit, but very rarely. More often, it's in the overtaking lane, doing five below the speed limit. See, the dilemma is, we've had cars breaking the 200 mile per hour barrier since the 80s, and are even on the verge of getting production cars to hit 300 miles per hour. So do we assume anything that hits 200 miles per hour or above is fast? Or is there a different metric we need to factor on for this assessment? Since EVs have become more popular, the masses have started to focus on a metric that was previously only discussed by car enthusiasts, 0 to 60 times, or 0 to 100 times, depending on your preferred units. Now this has been a craze for the common non-enthusiast consumer to classify cars being fast or not. Part of the reason is tied to the appeal of Tesla and how Tesla then uses 0 to 60 times as a key part of their marketing. Now you might be saying, Ford, Chevy, BMW, Mercedes, Nissan, all of these companies have used it for their marketing in the past. However, previously this metric was only targeted to enthusiasts buying cars, whereas Tesla uses it as a blanket marketing piece for all of their buyers. So cutting to the point, maybe fast cars factor in both some speed aspect, like traditionally they have by the enthusiasts, and part of it is an acceleration from a stop. And more specifically, maybe a fast car only needs to excel significantly in one of these areas and only be moderately good or decent in the other. But what if a car could kick butt in both areas? Now we're talking Bugatti, Koenigsegg, McLaren Speedtail territory. They have an all new competitor though right now, and it's pretty silent. It's the new Rimac Nivera. Rimac Automobili are a relatively newcomer to the world of fast cars, more specifically hypercars. Founded in 2009 by Mate Rimac, they are a hypercar company that focuses on electric vehicle development, specifically powertrains. 
Based in Croatia, not only do they build their own cars, specifically this new Rivera and the predecessor, the Concept One, but also act as consultants and powertrain developers for other car companies. Remak are partially owned by both Porsche and Hyundai, and have worked in the past with Koenigsegg. Up until the time that Remak launched the Concept One, there really wasn't a strong contender in the hypercar market that used a full electric powertrain. Sure, the LaFerrari, McLaren P1, and Porsche 918 incorporated motors is a hybrid system, but there was no full EV on the market that could compete with these cars. Now, of course, part of this was due to the clear shortcomings to battery technology, which only started to get better in the past decade. And part of it was due to the appeal of big engines with loud noises and lots of fanfare. But in theory, harnessing electricity for the sole power source unlocks a new door of performance potential. Motors essentially front-load peak torque, especially when compared to internal combustion engines. This allows electric cars to launch harder, as Tesla have shown, and Remak are leading the way to really utilize this tech for proper performance benchmarking. So let's talk about this new Nevera. It was formally called the Concept 2 when it was teased to us in the world last year but the proper name Nevera refers to a typhoon wind. It's a two-seater laid out like a mid-engine hypercar, but instead of the engine, it has four motors, one at each wheel, and is powered by a 120 kilowatt hour battery pack. And whereas a typical IC-powered vehicle requires engine maintenance, Remak claimed the motors will be maintenance-free attributed to the powertrain's relative simplicity versus the IC counterparts. The battery pack is an in-house design and is mounted low and quite flat. This helps the weight balance to stay around 48-52 between the front and rear, and also helps performance by keeping the center of gravity low. The car comes with huge 6-piston Brembo carbon ceramic brakes but it also utilizes the motors as a regenerative braking source to help, which is a really cool benefit of EV tech. The Nevera makes the equivalent of 1,914 horsepower and 1,741 pound-feet of torque. These are insane numbers, pretty much beating out every other production car out there. And those numbers do translate to insane performance figures. 0 to 60 miles per hour in 1.85 seconds. Or 0 to 100 kilometers per hour in 1.95 seconds. Yeah, a sub 2 second 0 to 100 time. Pretty much unheard of outside of the fastest, most savage race cars. To put it another way, the Porsche 918 is one of the fastest accelerating cars ever, and it takes over a half second longer to hit 100 kilometers per hour from a dig. So Remak really have a case for pushing the narrative that EVs can reset our current hypercar benchmarks 
with the shift from IC power to the EV powertrains. Also, that acceleration impressiveness is not just early on in the speedometer. The Nevera can keep climbing up the speedo insanely quick. 0 to 180 miles per hour, or 30 kilometers per hour, only takes 9.3 seconds. So in the same time it takes someone to tie their shoes, this car can be rocketing away at 180 miles per hour. And it's not just insanely quick with acceleration. The Nevera has a claimed top speed of 258 miles per hour, or 412 kilometers per hour, which is close to the Bugatti Veyron SS. The big difference here, the SS had updated aero to make it slip through the air and get higher speeds, whereas the Nevera has a big wing on the back to generate downforce and make it more stable at high speeds. Sure, now there is a low downforce mode in the Nevera, but the intent of this car was not the same as that of the Veyron SS, so it's really impressive to see Remock hitting those figures. So what's our takeaway? Well, we actually got to see a lot of this vehicle thanks to the Grand Tour. On that episode, Richard Hammond took the then-named Remock C2 on a drive versus Jeremy Clarkson in a Lamborghini Aventador and James May in a Honda NSX. The C2 did struggle with range, especially with the limited charging network on their trip. But in pretty much every other way, the C2 thrashed the other two. One issue a lot of enthusiasts have had with newer cars, especially EVs, is their lack of character. The lack of imperfections that make them almost more alive and less robotic. We're guilty of those claims as well. And we'll be honest and say it's still a concern here with the Nevera. But that being said, 0 to 100 in under 2 seconds is gonna put a huge smile on your face. Mainly by sheer force. <laughs>